Greetings, everyone. It is I, your debt-free degree expert, Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, here to welcome you to the How to Find Scholarships podcast. If you're a busy parent of a college-bound team and you want to secure top-tier education without massive debt, keep listening. Greetings, one and all. It is I, your debt-free degree expert, Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond. And today I am speaking directly to you. You know, oftentimes my podcasts for the How to Find Scholarships series are one of two things, kind of me letting you in on meetings with college-bound families or me repurposing the live video I do each week for really thousands of parents who kind of tune into my social media platforms to get valuable tips, tools, and strategies. But here recently, I received a very sweet note in my inbox from a young lady who lives in the D.C. area who got a full ride to the University of Virginia, or, or is it Virginia State? I think it's Virginia State, the Trojans. And I wanted to take a few minutes to kind of do a forensic breakdown of her case, right? Let's look at what I can see upon reflection that shows us the way to get a kid into college and do it debt-free. So for those of you who are listening to me for the first time, my name is Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. Busy parents of college-bound teens hire me to find scholarships. Or in another way, you could say they hire me to secure top-tier education without massive debt. And I do that at howtofindscholarships.info. So in my paid community, college-bound families sign up and they are able to schedule as many calls with a debt-free degree expert as they would like. And I keep a shared folder that has documents inside of it with their college-bound team. Documents like recommendation letters, copies of transcripts, essays, resumes, and so on. So I'm going to briefly go over the notes I took during our meeting, my meeting with Kells uh, from the D.C. area, who was able to secure a full ride to a college of her choice, as well as two other scholarships uh, she won that I introduced her to. So I have opened up the document and I am now looking and I see that our first meeting was on December of 2020. Um, Apparently this was right before Christmas break because we did not meet again until the end of January in 2021. But during our first meeting, um, I encouraged her to create a junk email address because I would have her signing up for lots of scholarship platforms, 
Um, and some of them can be kind of predatory. You know, they'll start sending a lot of marketing emails. So some kids are bothered by that. So they might want to have what is called a quote unquote junk email address, one that they can get into that they can check periodically, but it's not the one pinging their phone. It's not the one they have notifications set up for and so forth. Um, the, the next time we met in January, um, I t- her parents came on the call and I can see that we discussed ACT prep options. She did not have a score that she felt good about. And the colleges that she was targeting needed a couple of points higher than what her best score had been. So we talked about ACT prep options. Uh, I saw that she got uh, recommendation letters from uh, three of her uh, instructors at her high school. She was going to a military high school. And for her next steps before we met again, um, I wanted her to ask a teacher about getting her transcript. I think the process at her school was getting her transcript. So what I'm seeing early on in our meetings is that She's executing on the things that I'm asking. You know, sometimes I look at some kids' uh, notes and I can see that we have met several times and things have had to be carried over, over and over and over. Um, Don't forget to do this. And then I just have to copy and paste and put that on the next notes because they didn't do it. (laughs) So from the first thing I can see is that Kels uh, was completing items. She was uh, getting her digital world together, getting recommendation letters. And then by March, I see that I helped her write an essay to get into the National Honor Society. And the National Honor Society is a great organization. First off, kudos to this child because uh, she maintained the GPA that she needed in order to be in that honor society. And also the, the honor society, the national honor society is a national organization. It has its own scholarship and it looks great on college applications and scholarship applications. So I see that I helped her write that essay. We scheduled our next call. Um, She signed up for the, Uh, April 17th, ACT and was doing ACT prep. We created an account on her local scholarship bank so that she could apply for local scholarships. And she was able to get one of those too. She wrote me and told me. Um, Let me see here. Um. By the time we got to toward the end of March, she was finishing the draft for essays to apply to scholarships. And then I see that she wrote another essay for a scholarship that was about cyberbullying. We're at the final end of March and she submitted uh, some scholarships submitted to the mayor's youth program in her city. We celebrated that she maintained a 4.0 GPA. Um, see here. 
Um, and then we got ready to write her common app essay. And I've mentioned this before, but um, most of your kiddos, if they're applying to college, they're going to apply on the common app, commonapp.org. And those colleges, over a thousand of them, have decided that if they require an application that they'll all use the same basic one and that if they require an essay that they will all choose from the same seven prompts. And this is very advantageous for kids because they don't have to hop around to several places submitting college applications. And where the essay is concerned, they can write that essay, use it to apply to as many colleges as they want to. But here's the scholarship tip. So many scholarships ask the same questions, have the same types of prompts as the common app. So once you write that essay, you can use it for scholarships as well. So by the time we got into June, she was going into finals week at her school. Um, and we were working on the common app essay because she was going into her senior year, June 21. And um, we really made sure that the essay was really strong. Um, we celebrated that she had a three-point jump on the ACT. So ACT prep does work if you take it seriously. She got a three-point jump on the ACT. Uh, and she was feeling good about that, um, that increase. She started her senior year in September, and we talked about registering um, for one more ACT attempt. Uh, we shortened the Common App essay, talked about Howard, Clark, and Southern. These are three HBCUs that she was looking at. Um, and... We have Virginia State on there, which is where she wound up going and where she wound up getting a full ride. Um, we added all the colleges from the list to the Common App and the Common Black College App. And by September, <clears throat> we were deep in the applying to colleges and applying to scholarships um, uh, pattern. What I will say about her is that she did everything according to instruction and she met, she met those deadlines. Like right now, I have, I wrote down, even though you cannot fill out the FAFSA until October 1, you can create your account now. It is called the FSA ID. And I had her and her parents create an FSA ID and it was, this was during the, I'm looking for the date, the September 22nd meeting. So the FAFSA opens October 1. So they were already ready two weeks before. Then acceptances started coming in already. October 11th, she was already accepted to Mary Baldwin, Hollins. Um, she applied to a big scholarship. And she was really rolling. She was really making the most of her time. And um, 
the Richmond Link Scholarship was a, I think that was an $1,000 scholarship. And that's one of the ones she told me she got. And I see here the writing that I helped her complete, where she had to talk about her community service projects. And I'll just read you the last couple of sentences. Kells wrote, I was able to gauge if they understood the amount of work JROTC required. Through this leadership experience, I learned a lot about my team and unlearned stereotypes I held about students from low-performing schools. So that's just one example of the type of writing that can get you scholarships. Um, by November 15th, she was accepted to Texas Southern. So at this point, she's going to start to get um, financial aid award letters. Um, she was also accepted to Ferrum, Radford, TSU, um, accepted to Clark. So she's getting all sorts of acceptances. Um, UK, King, JSU got a 23 on the reading portion of the uh, ACT. So she met her um she met her goal as far as the ACT was concerned. Um, and <clears throat> I see that now we are looking at the financial aid um, award letters and comparing them. Um, I see that I'm helping her contact schools um, in order to get paperwork in order. And our last official meeting was April of last year. Now, I want to end by talking about some of the other things that I see in our shared folder. Um, I see an essays folder inside the folder, and it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven documents inside of it. So that lets me know that she was writing. Uh, it has a resume. I see her ACT scores. I see um, letters of recommendation. I see her transcript. Um, so I see someone who was really putting the work in in order to get the outcomes that she did. If I had to sum up the top three things that Kells did that led to her getting a full ride to the college of her choice and several other scholarships. I would say number one, <clears throat> when she met with me, she took seriously the advice I gave and executed. Number two, she met deadlines. And number three, she followed through. So even though she may have completed a scholarship. She was fastidious about checking her email inbox to make sure she heard from people, following up on paperwork, gathering items, um, following up with colleges to compare the financial aid and so forth. So congrats to her. And hopefully this information that you just heard from me was helpful. Do go to howtofindscholarships.info if you would like to uh, ask questions or to schedule a free call so that we can talk through strategies for your college-bound family. College-bound parent, I know you're stressed 
wondering how you're going to pay for college. And I just wanted to break in briefly to let you know that the doors to the How to Find Scholarships Parent Academy are now open. You can get the help you need for an affordable investment. Go to howtofindscholarships.info today. Are you a busy parent of a college-bound teen and you're worried about how you're going to afford college? Well, look no further. You can go to howtofindscholarships.info and join my free email list. There you'll get tips, tools, and strategies delivered to your inbox each week that will help you get your kid into college and debt-free. That's howtofindscholarships.info.